This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, kitties. This is your Julie, the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Slash What? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to Slasher Radio. Your host Mikey Bones, Tavlor, and Rob Humphrey. What's happening, guys? Hello, Pazono. <laughs> We we just had the conversation on the Patreon show. Mm-hmm. We just recorded not to do that anymore. Yeah, you have to do it with like the hand and everything. I did a hand thing. Oh, okay. Well, then it's fine. My hand may or may not have been moving when I fucking said that, and I don't appreciate it. This needs to stop. We're here for the Slashies. Night one of the Slashy Awards. Third annual, guys. The most prestigious awards in all of Hollywood. Um, no one could tell us no. That's yeah. right. <laughs> no one could tell us no. This is the third annual Slashy Awards. Mm-hmm. This is now. Did we do we? Yeah, we did three Murder Madnesses too. Yeah. 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 It was uh, it was over three years ago where I sent you a text that said "idea Slashies." <laughs> yep. And it's costing me even more of a headache going forward as it did then. So good for you, (laughs) you son of a bitch. So we're starting. We got Trink Roll Call to get to. And then we're going to be tonight is going to be the awards for the games of 2023 and the series of 2023. Mm -hmm. Some interesting news too. news. Mm, I got some stuff. Well, let's get through Trink Roll Call. Then okay. um, I guess you can mention whatever news. I don't know anything of news. Right. Well, let, let's say these might be rumors more than news, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. One of them I know for sure is news. Okay, fair. All right, so what do you guys, uh, does, who wants to go first with drink roll call? I'll go first because I'm boring. Um, mm. I didn't do anything super special. I am making uh, Palomas tonight, and I've been mm. drinking them for a while. So I've had a lot oh. of tequila. <laughs> Might get a little rocky. Last time you had tequila, you played Dead by Daylight and tried to call Batman. I was awesome at Dead by Daylight. No, you were not. There are people that joined Discord out, uh, Kat, and still mention <laughs> him that night he used the flashlight on Dead by Daylight. They still <laughs> talk about it. Legendary. Well, I am drinking. I'm going to send you guys a picture. This is the first, th- I think this is the first time in drink roll call history that I'm going to send you guys the can too, but I'm going to also send pictures of the box Ooh, oh, okay. th- that this came in. And I went to, uh, I quit smoking again recently and I've been replacing them with, uh, with vapes. So for the time being, and I went to get some more vapes at the smoke shop and I go and they have, uh, like a bottled orange soda that's really fucking good and i get Uh-oh. that whenever i go there and they didn't have it so i'm looking up and down the aisles and shit and i'm walking i walk by this one box i just sent you guys the first picture it's called two turnt tea 
<laughs> and okay. it's also called yeah they, it, it's boozy iced tea boozy not bougie boozy okay. iced tea oh it says that right there yeah no look at that yeah. and i looked at that and went wow it's a little girly rob it will hate well. it i like it i think here's the thing if you were just drinking this um and you didn't show me the pictures i wouldn't hate it nearly as much <laughs> uh because the the box really sells the whole thing i mean yeah. the colors the color scheme and everything that they chose is you you as a grown man should not be walking around now even the can doesn't look that bad yeah although i'm mad at the can oh really because if you scroll if you zoom in to the bottom of the can uh-huh. it says two turnt tony i don't like that it's a little oh. racist towards italians <laughs> i don't appreciate your, it your paisano tony's tea Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm drinking boozy oh, ice. Tony tea. Danza. Oh, hey, it's back for the new year. You're drinking Tony Danza tea. For the Could slashies. you imagine <laughs> if somehow Tony Danza had something to do with this this company? Like, could you imagine? There was no Tony on the whole box, which would piss me off because I went back to check. I'm like, did I just? But yeah, I'm drinking two turnt tea. Nice. Does it all say Tony on them? Do all the cans? All of them. I checked okay. like four. Because I thought maybe it was like a, remember Coke did that thing where you could buy a bottle with your name on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People got excited about that for some stupid fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Every one of them. I pulled four out. All right. Well. Yeah. Tony Danza tea. Good for you. It's not Tony Danza tea. <laughs> yeah. It's two turned Tony Danza tea. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What are you it. drinking, cat? I am drinking a bloodbath. Ooh. A bloodbath. Uh, the picture has been sent. Ignore Ooh. the Dr. Pepper next to it. Ooh. Does it have Dr. Dr. Pepper in it? It does not. That was unrelated. No. Okay. I just happen to have a Dr. Pepper there. What's in it? It is a pomegranate raspberry cocktail uh, uh-huh. that has a little, it, very much like my shark drink, it has a little splash of grenadine. I, I tried really hard to get a picture of the grenadine because it looked like blood. Like, you know, it's a darker red than the rest of it. Um, right. But unfortunately, just like carrying it up to my office pretty much mixed it in. Oh, uh, yeah. Can you hear my dog? No. no. All right, good. She's making these weird fucking noises. What are you? Stop it. <laughs> See, my thing, cat. it looks good. I don't like pomegranate. Like, I actually hate pomegranate. I don't know why. And I love, as everybody likes to make fun of me for, I love fruity flavored drinks, like lemonades and all that shit. I got grape cranberry juice. That shit's bomb. I love fruit drinks. Pomegranate? pomegranate. can't stand it. Really? Mm -mm. Nope. I don't know if I ever had no pomegranate stuff. I'm a big fan of pomegranate so i was excited to try this one i was a little bit leery because lemon was like misspelled in the um instructions for it (laughs) and i was like that's not great uh pomegranate was also misspelled so (laughs) it's spelled pomegranate uh (laughs) yeah i don't think is how you spell pomegranate but it turned out okay uh like it's pretty tasty pomegranate sounds very fancy (laughs) it does it's it like when people talk about going to Target and they say Target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which really annoys me too because they're acting like Target ain't fancy. But it, after years of going to Walmart, Target feel like the fanciest store in the world when I get to go there. That's fair. Target has gotten fancier too, I think. Target is nice. Yeah, they're leaning into the Target shit. And they're yeah. not good for them. It's time to hump the news. 
He's not a genius. All right, so um, unplanned news segment turns out. What do you got for news, Rob? Oh, yeah, so there's, uh, well, first of all, the first news that I saw was um, Kat. Yeah. Uh, there's no plans currently for a sequel to Spiral. But Chris Rock has stated that he would love to come back to the franchise. I don't care what Chris Rock wants. <laughs> so Hey man, we got we gotta be nice to Chris Rock. He got the shit slapped out of him for no reason. He, did. he comes back to spiral, he's gonna get the shit slapped out of him again. <laughs> That's a, a promise, Chris time. Rock. But I, I contend I don't think Chris Rock was the problem with Spiral. Like, oh, there he was just Chris Rock. He's fine. He was I not like the Rock. problem with Spiral. He was a problem with Spiral. <laughs> the thing is, is that I, and I don't blame him entirely because he came in and he was Chris Rock. Uh, mm -hmm. He did exactly what we expected him to do. The issue is that that's not what I want in a Saw movie. Like, I... I don't want but, a drug bust stand-up comedy special. I, I would like a Saw movie, please. But what about a movie from the Book of Saw? I apparently don't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> now I know better. No current plans, but Chris Rock is interested in it. That is the one that I actually saw reported. I read that somewhere. Okay. Um, now, I also heard a rumor... Uh, it's going around that it looks like uh, Soxy is going to pick up right where Socks left off. Oh. Um, oh, so we get to see the game of catch? I, I think so. We're going <laughs> to see him have a catch and, and go get an ice cream. I and hope he's that's raise... the whole movie. I swear to yeah. God, that would be the funniest thing in the entire world. <laughs> he, he's going to raise a small child and then go on to become whatever he becomes. But anyway, it's because Saw, you know, they'll they'll mess around with the timeline and stuff. So people were wondering where it was going to fit in. But apparently it's going to fit in right after uh, the events of Socks. They almost had to, right? Yeah, they had to. Yeah. yeah they kind of trapped themselves there. I mean, here's the thing is that they didn't have to. Uh, but I knew that they were going to because the fan response to what they did in Socks was pretty overwhelming and they haven't had that kind of response with jigsaw or for good reason spiral yeah they should have asked me for my response no <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine um, whoever the hell runs lines gator where whatever's putting this out i forget they're like yeah. hey rob what do you think <laughs> listen i'm just saying i'm a good sounding board for that sort of thing <laughs> no, um the final thing that that i heard again uh, sort of rumor floating around it appears it appears now that paramount is attempting to buy out spyglass from the scream franchise <laughs> yeah yeah dude because oh. paramount knows they can have like dude it's scream yeah there's money to be made and these people just don't want money apparently <laughs> like, i don't understand so uh, but I saw that, uh, or I heard that, and I thought that was rather interesting. Unfortunately, I'm guessing Paramount will be able to offer more than the uh, peanut butter beer and Lone Star yeah. beer that we had uh, been able to offer up. So I don't think we're going to get those rights. The fuck? Um, so. You know what the problem is? Paramount listens to the show, and they heard us with the mm -hmm. bidding war, and they had to go in and try and fuck it up, Paramount. Great. Thanks a lot. Well, just for that, Paramount, I'm drinking the rest of this Lone Star. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they'll still be smart enough to give us Duke versus Ghostface. Stopped yeah. saying that. 
disrespectful. It wouldn't be the worst thing to happen to the Scream franchise this year. <laughs> and for the record, I will not drink the rest of that peanut butter beer. <laughs> You're not fucking me twice, Spyglass. That will still be available, Spyglass. We'll just throw that in. If anyone um, wants it, let me know. I will pay for shipping. Anyone. And and I know that I said that was the last thing, but I'm drunk, so I forgot about this other thing, um, which also is, uh, I, I do know to be actually true, and uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Jordan Peele's uh, new movie that was slated for a Christmas release this year has been dropped from the schedule. I've seen that. I talked about yeah. it on Cult FM a little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, it, look, if, if it needs to be pushed back, it needs to be pushed back. It So the reason that I saw was uh, it just said strike-related delays. Uh, so, uh, but uh, if it was getting... So there was a lot of talk, uh, and I was under the impression that it was going to be a Christmas horror movie. It was getting yeah. a Christmas release. If that's the case, are they going to make us wait a full fucking year? Are we not going to get this till Christmas 2025? Maybe. That would be something, huh? Yeah. If it's horror enough, we might be able to get it. I mean, they're putting out Terrifier 3, which is a Christmas movie in October. So that, that's the earliest mm-hmm. we could get it if they stick with Christmas stuff. If it is Christmas stuff. Yeah, I mean, they do that. It's the Wonderful Knife was in theaters before Thanksgiving. I don't know. Hey, if it's not ready, it's not ready. Like, I'm never going to be. Everyone fucking bitches about shit coming out, getting delayed. Like, dude, if it needs to get delayed, like, yeah, it sucks. Sure. But fine. Don't put out shit. Yeah. That's why it slashes out this week instead of last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do kind of have to be nice about it this particular week, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't say nothing. All right, that's all the uh, the news that I had. Okay, fair enough. Do I got to hit my button on the slashy night? Um, mm-hmm. I was going Fuck. to say no, but I, I have a couple that are relevant. I think you're going to appreciate the first one, Mikey. <laughs> what do you mean first one? I'm trying to clean out the folder. Give me a break. <laughs> and and no. also... We don't have the Danza fact anymore, so she's got she's got time. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to clean Me. out this folder. <laughs> You're gonna like the first one. It's okay. You'll love it. Yeah. Crazy Get the fuck out of here! Go back to turning tricks and old folk and you'll fade in the ass! This is the Gabagoli Mystery Corner where our listeners anonymously send in Italian memes making fun of me for being Italian. They're mean, they're buttholes, they're rude, it's not nice. I don't know why they do it. I don't know why we do it, but here we are nonetheless. Uh, the memes go up on Patreon, and uh, we try and describe them on the show. Uh, this first one is to celebrate your new purchase. What the fuck is that? When it's time to record, and you're a pastafarian. Wow. <laughs> are you uh, are you gonna jerk off with that too, Mikey? No. <laughs> This is <laughs> disgusting. It's a it's a bong with it's not, like it looks like Chinese noodles in the fucker. Who would do that? <laughs> it's a bong with noodles in the water and it's brown and that's fucking gross. So you did not like that one to celebrate your no. Why would okay. I like that? Well, no. Maybe you'll like the next one. Yeah, maybe you'll like the next one. The oh, next yeah, one. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah, the next one is is to help you feel better about um, Rob using his hands when he speaks Italian. It, it's a good oh, reminder great. for everyone. It's educational. Oh, great. <laughs> Italian speaking mode on. Meow. Okay. It's a cat. 
looking at its paw. I don't know why the capiche, like making a capiche hand thing is the reference. I don't like that. We've had so many of these and fuck breakbrunch.com too, by the way, because at the bottom of this meme, it says more awesome pictures at breakbrunch.com. No, this isn't awesome. So I don't think anything else you have is awesome. Fuck breakbrunch.com. They wanted credit for that bitch. They made sure to put their watermark on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine you don't get credit for this. There's a million fucking cacapiche memes on the goddamn internet. Breakbrunch.com's got the first one, apparently. Fucking I Christ. Know. I know. It's terrible. I feel your pain, Paisano. Kiss my ass. Stop saying that. Did you do the hand? <laughs> Does the cat remind you? Okay. Of course I did the hand. I'm also so drunk, I can't remember whether I'm supposed to put an O on the end of it or not. <laughs> You're not! <laughs> These were terrible to me. Like, even at the standard of, you know, like, I don't like any of them. I have a couple more if you want to keep going. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ooh, fun new game. We just go until Mikey finds one he likes. <laughs> Ooh. No, no, I don't <laughs> like that at all, actually. And yet and still, I feel like we won't run out of doing this goddamn segment is the crazy part. So we do still have two months left in my phone (laughs) in the old folder. Yeah, two months. You can do that standing on your head, Mikey. No problem. Mm, Oh, yeah, no problem. But then we have another folder, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, I'm moving stuff into a new folder. Yeah, so. Hmm. It's called ooze. Anyway. Why are you going to do that? Because you deserve it. I had your back. No, you didn't. I was sticking up for you, Paisano. (laughs) We're taking a quick break and we'll be right back with the Slashies night one. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Fucking grab bongers. That's disgusting. I'm deleting that. I I can't delete it yet. Fuck. All right, night one of the slashies. We're going to start with the games, and then we're going to get on to series, and then next week, books and movies. Everybody looks forward to the movies, honestly. That's the big one. Of course, and the other thing that people look forward to are the special awards that I hand out throughout the ceremony, and we will have some of those tonight. Yes. It's a good reason to listen. We think you should listen to the show, is the consensus. Contrary to what Rob tells people, apparently. Okay, Uh, so we're going to start with the first category. The first award, and it is the most anticipated game of 2024. There's a lot of heavy hitter contenders here. And the first one is Alone in the Dark, followed by Dark Fracture, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Little Nightmares 3, Stalker 2, The Casting of Frank Stone, the untitled Friday the 13th game, and Vampire, Bloodlines 2. Now, I have a question. Yes. Is Stalker 2, are you, do you play a Stalker in that game? I've never, I never played Stalker 1, so I have no idea, but apparently people really like that game. All right, I'm going to look that up, because that sounds like it could be fun if I get to stalk somebody. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't say that on a recorded airing of anything, because you <laughs> might go to jail. I'm just trying to help you out here. All right. Uh, I'm guessing you guys, your favorite would be N- Little Nightmares Three. Uh, the casting of Frank Stone. I guess really? I also I voted for the casting of Frank Stone as well. Really? 
or I voted for Untitled Friday the 13th game, but I believe I voted for the casting of Frank Stone because I don't believe we will get Untitled Friday the 13th game in 2024. Okay, that that that's yeah, fair. Yeah, of course. The casting of Frank Stone is super massive. I love their games. Yeah. It's also Behavior made Dead by Daylight. I know. And you don't love those games. I'm a master at their games, though. Sure, terrible. <laughs> and Stalker, by the way, is a first-person survival horror game. I'm not interested uh, at all. Okay. I voted for Killer Clowns. And, you know, casting a Frank Stone, you know, behavior and everything else, that's great. And I'm sure it's going to be phenomenal. But the whole story aspect, just personally not for me. And Killer Clowns looks fun as fuck. Uh, and the winner of the first Slashy is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. By a good margin, too. People are looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Followed up by Untitled Friday the 13th game and Vampire. The Masquerade Bloodlines too. I don't know what that is. I I never played it either, man. But apparently people like it. I was not as big a fan of Bloodlines uh, as as some of the Vampire the Masquerade IPs. But I it I think would have been my second choice if I had had two votes. Okay. So I'm I, I think it's kind of nice to see a little bit of love for it. I'm not upset that I didn't win, but you know. Okay. That's a nice nod. Yeah. All right. Next award is for best 2023 DLC release slash update. We're not going to find this one. You don't need to. (laughs) The nominees are the alien release for Dead by Daylight, followed by Black Nancy, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre killer survivor map release. The Chucky release for Dead by Daylight. The Game Rework for Phasmophobia. The Separate Ways release for Resident Evil 4. And the Winter Kills DLC release for The Outlast Trials. I honestly don't remember what I voted for. It was between Alien and Chucky for me. I voted for Chucky because Nick Cage wasn't nominated. Mm, no he wasn't but should he have been yes yes you think yes it's nick cage he should be nominated for everything <laughs> as a matter of fact next year nick cage <laughs> will be a nominee for every single category yeah i understand but these are like you know that was a character and yes it was a dlc release but these things are like maps rework a lot of content nicholas cage becky god damn it all right and the slashy goes to Dead by Daylight for the Chucky release. Yeah, that's uh, people were, I think, really excited about that one, right? Yeah, yeah it, it was Chucky in yeah. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I will say uh, now that I've played the game a little bit, I do. I hate playing against the Chucky because you can't mm-hmm. see that little short son of a bitch when he's running around. Yeah, um, but they did a really good job with it too. I think that, like. For me, it's cool because they had to rework so much just to figure yeah. out how to get even into the game. That's what I was going to say. If for nothing else, people wanted to see it and what it would look like, how it would work, and they fucking did it, dude. And it, honestly, Alien didn't get as much love as I... Uh, oh, it was second. I was wrong. Okay. Uh, so Alien was the second one. I might have voted for Alien because... like jonesy and the Mm -hmm. the attention to detail there was phenomenal yeah they did some cool stuff with that they did 
Um, but yeah, that d- deserved. Not mad at that. Yeah, but I also with Alien, I hate that Nostromo map. So <sighs> that Nostromo, you haven't gone against an alien yet in a game, have you? Oh yeah, I have a couple times. Did you? That tail yeah. is a motherfucker, isn't it? Yeah, you got to set those fucking things up to burn it, and yeah, no, <laughs> burn kitty burn. <laughs> burn kitty burn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next award is for best voice actor. And there's a lot of heavy competition here. I also want to protest this because Nick Cage was added after I voted and after Rob voted. Mm. Yes. So whatever the math is here, it's wrong and unfair. Well, I can tell you this. Nick Cage (laughs) was added the day after this came out. So very early. And if I gave both of you two votes, it wouldn't be enough to win anyway. Wow. That being said, I think you should give both of us two votes. Our fair is still getting changed up. But like I said, right. there's a lot of competition on this. This is one of the heavier competitive, like with name value, you know? Yeah. So the first nominee goes to Brad Dourif, the great Brad Dourif for his voice work in Chucky on Dead by yeah, Daylight. They, could, they couldn't get Mark Hamill, unfortunately. I swear to God, is nothing sacred? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Not the slashies, apparently. <laughs> Take this seriously, Mikey. Mm. Next nominee. Is friend of the show, Damian Maffei, for his voice work with Johnny in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Next is, I hope I say this right, Ika, Ika Vili? Knocked it out of the park. God nailed it. I'm I sure that's it. Yeah. Alan, for Alan Wake and Alan Wake 2. Jennifer Tilly for her work as Tiffany in Dead by Daylight. Nick Cage. For his work as Nick with a K cage in Dead by Daylight. Nick. Oh, man, I'm going to fuck that up. As, I, I, I don't even know how to say that one. Apostolides. Apostolides. Is that Italian? Can. Yeah, that's Italian. I am Holy the only shit. Of Italian on the hey, show. Paisano. <laughs> He's a Paisano. I got these things are strong. Fucking Tony's teeth is boozy <laughs> teeth, boy. Tony Danza don't play. It, it might be Tony Danza's strength. Dude's got me fucking doing Italian <laughs> shit on the show. I can't believe it. Nick Paisan for Leon Kennedy and Resident Evil 4. Not a Resident Evil fan. This guy's popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also Tony Todd for Venom and Spider Man 2. Oh. Yeah. I think I voted for Damien in this one. Um, is that fucked up of me? I voted so my two votes obviously go to Nick Cage. Yes. My yeah. actual vote, because that was not an option and Mikey has rigged this entire system, also went to Damien Maffei. I, I had it down between Damien Maffei and Tony Todd, but I wanted a horror game to win. Okay. So I voted Damien. That was the tiebreaker. Tony Todd also did a really great job as Venom, though. For the record. Yeah, I mean, clearly I would have voted for Nicolas Cage, um, but that was not an option when I voted. I don't remember if I voted for Brad Dorf or Damien Maffei. Okay. Yeah, plus four votes to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's right. I have bad news for you. That brings Nicolas Cage to a total of five. So <laughs> the one other person agrees with you guys. And, and honestly, <laughs> Nick Cage has by, well, I don't know. Brad Dourif and Jennifer Tilly had a lot of Chucky, but Nick Cage has a lot of voice lines in that game. He's funny, cat. He says, I'm Nick fucking Cage. (laughs) Yeah, he talks shit. When you go up against Onryo, which is Samara or uh, Sadako, whatever, 
Uh, he goes, oh, Sadako. <laughs> like, <"Goddamn." laughs> he also did all his own screams for that, too, which was voluntary. He volunteered to do that. Yeah. yeah. But the slash he goes to, friend of the show, Damien Maffei. Yay. Yeah, look at that. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy for that. And Brad Dourif cool. is a pro. Jennifer Tilly, they're pro- she's a pro. But you know, like Damian Maffei, man, he he's kind of stepping into that new age. I don't know, like you know, that next level of celebrity within the genre. Yeah, yeah. he's 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 on his way up the ladder, and he did good with this. And look, Damian Maffei now has a slashy. Yeah, we gotta have him on to accept it. And Nicolas Cage, Oscar winner, does not. Look at that. I'm sure Damien <laughs> will understand that and yeah. firmly um, appreciate the gratification yeah. that should come. And I bet if you asked Nicolas Cage, he would want to trade his Oscar for a slashy. I bet he would. I bet mm-hmm. if we asked Nicolas Cage, his publicist will email me three times <laughs> telling me <laughs> that, there's no K, that there's a K on the name. Wait, but well, there's a K in the nomination, too. <laughs> Maybe he'd appreciate that, honestly. Yeah, we're making a distinction. It's it's the kind of creative decision that Nick Cage, with or without the K, would have a lot of appreciation for. Yeah. Pretty funny. All right. Next up is Best Studio. This one's competitive as well. And it's uh, the first nominee is Behavior Interactive for Dead by Daylight. Next is Capcom. For Resident Evil, Dread XP for Amanda the Adventurer, End Night Games for Sons of the Forest 2, our friends at Gun Interactive for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Motive Studio for Dead Space, Remedy Entertainment for Alan Wake 2, and Zeekers for Lethal Company. This one, I, I, I think I ended up voting for Behavior. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did too. It was between them and Gun. I think yeah. I voted for Behavior. I did yeah. not vote for Behavior. <laughs> did you? Did you vote for Dread? I did not vote for Dread. Really? Who you vote yeah. for? I'm. I I voted for Motive. It was okay. really really close between Motive and Remedy for me. Um, I knew they were. You know, I have a thing for underdogs, but also Dead Space was fantastic, and Alan Wake Two was also fantastic. Those two were both doing good work this year. Honestly, all these games, all these companies and studios, they did great. All of them. Yeah. Yeah, and even Zeekers, well, like they came in last second, and I do, I do not understand why people like Lethal Company, but it is like the or at least last week, it was a huge game. So they did something right, whether marketing or, or game development, they did something very well. But the slashy goes to, in a landslide, Behavior Interactive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Gun also not even second here. Capcom for Resident Evil. Interesting. Yeah, I thought for sure Gun would have taken that one. Yeah. Or at least second place, you know. Yeah, those were the two I was torn between because I did like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, you you posted a video <laughs> of me playing it and saw how great I was at it. Unnatural. <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> no, and and look, I love Gun, but it, the problem is Dead by Daylight has been out for so long. They're able to sit back, it, it, you know, 
term used loosely, but they're able to, you know, they can take in licenses and it's, you're just recreating a character and then working your gameplay. Gun has to come up with whole new characters. They're still trying to fix their game because, you know, it's new and balance mm-hmm. it. Dead by Daylight's very far ahead. They don't have to worry about a lot of that shit. Yeah. So, and, and also behavior had in their back pocket, Nicolas Cage. Mm, I, I, I guess. They did have that. Yeah. All right. Uh, best multiplayer game of 2023. <clears throat> and the nominees are The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Sons of the Forest 2, The Outlast Trials, Lethal Company, and Dead, uh, Dead Island 2. I voted for Texas Chainsaw. I also voted for Texas Chainsaw. I did not play any of these because they are all multiplayer, but I did watch a lot of Texas Chainsaw streams. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, I also I also voted for Texas Chainsaw because I crushed that. And my favorite video of Texas Chainsaw, to be fair, was Rob playing. (laughs) It was pretty funny. It was funny. I'm really, I lost a couple of clips, Kat. I was trying to make a montage of Rob <laughs> playing Dead by Daylight. I just, I, I haven't had the energy and I missed quite a few really good ones. So, uh, it's the because win- I'm creating gold every time I play that game. You tried to call Batman with a flashlight in the middle of being attacked by the killer. Kat, she felt so bad for him that match. She gave him hatch. She killed, slaughtered everybody else, downed him. Had him dead to rights, picked him up, and brought him to freedom. Oh. Another daring hatch escape by Rob. <laughs> they seen him swing that flashlight around and was like, oh, look at him. <laughs> he has no <laughs> clue what the fuck he's doing. That's, a, you know, it's a strat. That happens to him more than you think. Look, I will say this. You laugh all you want about me swinging that flashlight around not knowing what I'm doing. I survived that round, and you didn't. You survived like a bitch. God I damn it. survived. Unbelievable. Yeah, I died like a son of a bitch. That can kill it. Um, okay, not the slashy ghost too. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. They deserve that one, I think. Next one is Best Single Player Game 2023. A lot of competition here too, especially with the big ones. Alan Wake 2 is the first nominee. Amanda the Adventurer. Dead Space, Dredge, Killer Frequency, My Friendly Neighborhood, and Resident Evil 4. Uh, Can I talk about this one real quick? Sure, please. I voted for Alan Wake 2. Uh, We've been waiting for it for a while. It was a phenomenal game. I had a great time. I, I also, I had more fun, I think, playing Dead Space. My issue was I really, really wanted a new story to win a best single player game. And I'm saying that, no, I like I'm not looking at the thing currently because uh, I didn't scroll down. I'm here for the surprise. I'm here to react live. Uh, I have not looked at what won. I say that knowing full well what won anything. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I that's firmly where i stand on this uh and i want to go on the record that a new story cough cough alan wake 2 cough cough should have won (laughs) i I think honestly i voted for killer frequency i also voted for killer frequency um, mainly because 
of these games, that was the one that I had watched gameplay of and enjoyed. Yeah, I've seen Resident Evil 4 gameplay. I've seen some Alan, Alan Wake 2 gameplay. Uh, I, I It was between Killer Frequency and Alan Wake 2. Honestly, I thought Killer Frequency, it got a good amount of popularity for being such a small game. It was a it was a small game, but it was fun. I like I enjoyed watching people. I didn't play it myself, but I enjoyed watching people play. Yeah, and and they had they the voice work was great. They did mm-hmm. a great job on that game through and through, and it gave, it had some vibes to it, and it felt good. Saying all that, they could not have gotten radio more wrong if they had tried, but it was uh, still fun. You don't have a basketball hoop on your over no. your garbage pail, man. That was the most realistic thing, actually, <laughs> in the game. That was the, kind of the closest that they came. I personally don't have that at the station that I work at, but I, I have worked at stations with things similar to that. We used to have a dartboard in one of the studios and stuff. Um, but yeah, there are just a lot of little things that would drive me nuts. That, but I'm guessing most people didn't notice or care. I have no idea. Yeah. And I thought, but I thought this story was kind of fun, and it was a it was a good game. I I, I enjoyed watching people play it. Yeah. <clears throat> that all that being said, Cat was right. The slashy goes to Resident Evil Four. There I'm is. not a Resident Evil fan. Uh, I have I I love the first game. The first game is great, and it's just not a game for me. And I don't have the interest that a lot of people do in Resident Evil Four. And honestly, it's kind of pissing me off. They keep doing these re-releases. Yeah. So, you know, that's true, too. Don't understand. But hey, if they're going to make money for shit they already did, it's hard to blame them. I think it was more impressive when they did it for the first one and the second one. Yeah, because the first one and the second one needed it a lot more. Right. People still, like, I I know people that still play through the fourth one. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. we didn't need this. Yeah, yeah, sure. The best indie horror game for 2023, and the nominees are Amanda the Adventurer. Dread Central's been putting out a lot of gaming stuff, too, by the way. Yeah. Amnesia is the next one, The Bunker. Deceit 2, which I got a key for and never fucking played it. I kind of forgot about that. Uh, Killer Frequency, Lethal Company, My Friendly Neighborhood. And Oxen Free 2 Lost Signals. I think I voted for Killer Frequency here again. I definitely did. I did as well. Um, I It was really close for me between this and Amnesia the Bunker, but ultimately I, I went with Killer Frequency. Yeah, I know I voted for Killer Frequency because I've never even heard of any of these other games. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not, but I, in full disclosure, I'm not, a, I'm not as big a gamer as, as you are. I, and the games that I play tend to not be the kind of games that get nominated for awards on this show. Yeah. Currently playing the hell out of Coral Island. It's a good time. The fuck is what that? if Coral Island won a slashy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was a world it's a great game, to- but it's not, you know, it's not going to get nominated for anything on this show. It's not scary. Mm. Uh, okay, so the slashy goes to Killer Frequency. Oh, good. Okay. I'm glad they got something for that game because it was a lot of fun to watch people play it. And I do think it was a great story and stuff. I agree. If they need a consultant about radio things, I'm available. Hey, man, they could have used you. <laughs> yeah. Although nobody would appreciate that but you. Honestly. But good Lord, did they get some stuff wrong? <laughs> I'm very surprised Lethal Company didn't win. If this would have came out the week it was supposed to come out, Lethal, Lethal Company might have won that fucking game, boy. 
People loved it. And here's the final slashy for the video game section, and it is the big one. The best 2023 horror game. Games that came out in 2023. <clears throat> and the nominees are Alan Wake 2, Amanda the Adventurer, Dead Island 2, Dead Space, Lethal Company, The Outlast Trials, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Sons of the Forest 2. I went with TCM on this one, obviously. No surprise. I, I want Alan Wake 2 again. Um, I voted for TCM also because I hadn't played any of the other ones. Not that I played a lot of TCM. I played one match. I completely ruled, and then I retired undefeated, but um, at least I had played it. Um, and honestly, uh, I I may have gone Alan Wake 2 had I played the game, and I may have played it had I known that it was even released this year. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you not know? Because I don't pay attention to like video game circles, you know what I mean? Like stuff. It's with video games, it's like things just sort of find their way into my orbit, and the things that don't, I just don't know exist. It was all over Twitter and our Discord. Jinx was posting it like a son of a bitch. I get in our Discord, um, never. <laughs> good job. Good, good job, Rob. Good job. <laughs> Rowdy. Unbelievable. All right. The slashy goes to. By large, mar- a larger margin than I thought it would be, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, they do deserve it, man. And they did a great job with the game. It looks great. Like, um, because I, I, you know, jokingly say I played one match. Well, that's not the joke part. The joke part is that I retired undefeated. Uh, but I did sure. only play the play the one game. But I watched a lot of other people play it. One of my favorite YouTube things that I caught was a live stream from uh, uh, James from Dead Meat. And uh, and his, I guess they're married now, I believe, his wife. Uh, they were wine drunk the night that the game released, and they got on and played it. And, uh, God, it was so funny. But it's it was just so much fun to watch people play that game when it came out. It was, man. And people got into it with the cosplay of it all. And it, it was just people were looking forward to that game for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they did a great, dude, they, they built a whole multiplayer game with perks and everything. That's a lot. Yeah. Our dear friend Allie had a had an addiction to the game. It was a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is true. Uh, Allie did. Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? Huge clown. Penis. I do miss, miss hitting that that button. It's really funny. We lost Allie for a couple of weeks of her life to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and Alan Wake looks like a great game, and you know, a ton of shit goes into story games. That's a whole nother world. But, you know, TCM, they, they got a lot on their plate, man. They they deal with the public like a motherfucker with a multiplayer game, man. That's just not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, video game people suck. Dude, I see those poor guys talking about, tweeting about getting harassed and death threats mm-hmm. uh, once a month, at least. That's crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah, video game fans are terrible. Agreed. Yeah, the, <laughs> only, the only fans that are worse than video game fans online have to be wrestling fans. Absolutely. Wrestling fans are like the most toxic fan group in the world. So fucking awful. And idiotic. Like, it's just like talking to a fucking wall. Yeah. An angry wall. (laughs) Argue about the dumbest shit, too. Like, it actually matters. (laughs) Uh, But that is the video game category of 2023. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of competition this year, man. I like it. 
Some some good stuff. I mean, you know, Texas Chainsaw, all, all the the Dead by Daylight content that came out, Killer yep. Frequency was uh was a lot of fun. Um, and you know, maybe I'll check out Island Week Two now that I know it's out. <laughs> yeah, and I want to say this too, real quick. Ending, it's something I feel passionately about, it, and it's it's mostly for multiplayer games, and it's between Dead by Daylight, TCM, and just in general. People need to understand because last year it was really just. You know, the Dead by Daylight categories, which were the biggest, and everyone waiting on TCM. That was what the slashies for games were last year. And now it, it's like people, that line of peop, DBD people who hate TCM and TCM people who hate DBD, mm-hmm. both of those groups of people need to understand both these games need to exist and do well at the same time. Because guess what? I love behavior. They've been very nice to us. We It's been great dealing with them. Mm-hmm. But I feel they were in, they, they felt content for a while. And dude, look at what TCM came out and we got all of that. And Dead by Daylight, Chucky, Alien, Nick Cage, they had to step it up. So competition's healthy is all I'm going to say. And people need to just let these games exist. Yeah. Yeah. Makes them both better. But there's a tribalism to it, right? It's like, uh, yeah. well, again, back to professional wrestling, right? It's, it's this company's better than that company and it's you know uh, it's a lot yeah but without one without one the biggest company's just going to be there and be content and be mid yeah and with competition whether it's going to win or not is going to make them try and that's what we've seen this year you know and i'm and it's and i just hate the people who are so fucking hard about it it's like this game is the worst because they need to do well you realize that right yeah that's it. That's all. My, that's my, my little yeah. TED talk. So there you have it. The 2023 video game slashy awards. Okay. Are we ready to get to some special awards? Oh, oh yeah. Oh shit. I that's forgot special about award those. time. Yes, these are very special awards. These are awards that we don't have a category for, but I've decided that need to be awarded for various reasons. And we do these every year. And it's the highlight of the show for most people, I believe. This is what people really want to hear. Uh, We're going to start out this year with um, a a very special award. This is the most dangerous fruit of 2023. (laughs) Um, Okay. And there was a lot of considerations because fruit can be dangerous, but uh, ultimately Rob, the only correct answer. There's a correct answer, yeah. Uh, uh, and the winner for the most dangerous fruit of 2023 is watermelon. <laughs> so congratulations to watermelon. You have now won a slashy. <laughs> I just want to point out lemonade killed two people this year. <laughs> but watermelon, all the watermelons in the world just won a slashy award. Yes. Every, every watermelon. watermelon. Yeah, wow. you need to. Go, you're gonna have to make a lot of plaques, Mikey. Seeds and all, just because <laughs> yeah. those watermelons waiting to be watermelon. Okay, are you gonna give any feedback on, like, any context on that? No, 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 no. People who know, if you know, you know. All right. The the next special award is uh is an award that uh I I, I think is is very deserved and and hard earned. Um, this is uh, the award for the greatest Dead by Daylight player of 2023. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. And a lot of people were up for this because there are a lot of great DBD players. But ultimately, 
I would be lying to the world if I did not give this to myself. You <laughs> motherfucker. So congratulations to me for winning a slashy for being the greatest DBD player of 2023. Wow. Where's the where's the applause button? There, you want an applause button for that? Here's your applause button. There it is. <laughs> Come on. This is the slashies. Why don't you have a little dignity, Mikey? I'm going to, okay. You know what? Fun and games now. You like that? All right. Wait till Huff finds out you did that. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the right thing and give it to Huff, and it would be a heartwarming moment because the guy deserves it. He's a goat. And you went and did this. Well, okay. I think, I, I think that I, even Huff would agree that I'm a better DVD player than he is. He's going to yell at you. <laughs> hey, you know he's going to yell at you. Right. Now we have uh, the next uh, award goes to a film. Ah. And this is, uh, this is the award for the movie that everyone got wrong except for me this year when we, when we talked about it. <laughs> okay. Um, oh. So congratulations to, I still know what you did last Son summer. Of a you bitch. have won a slashy officially. Uh, you can put that on the, uh, on the poster art. Uh, slashy award winner for the movie that everyone got wrong except for me. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Y'all, where's the applause button for this stuff, Mikey? I don't okay. know about that one. <laughs> there you go. Again, this is a dignified event, Mikey. You know, I believed that it was a dignified event. <laughs> then you right? gave a slashy to, uh, I still know what you did last summer. I'm wearing a tuxedo over here. I am too, but I got stains on mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next is uh, this has become an annual thing. Uh, this is the Spirit of Cat Valor Award. Oh, oh, yeah. This is a, a film that uh, I believe captures the the spirit of uh, of our co host Cat uh, Valor. And uh, I have to look this one up because I'm drunk and I almost I already forgot uh, the information that I had learned about this movie. These I try to find sort of obscure movies that uh, and usually they're movies that I have not seen yet. But uh, I think Cat might enjoy anyway. <laughs> and this year's winner of the Spirit of Cat Valor Award goes to a film called Humanist Vampire Seeking Consenting Suicidal Person. That is fucking perfect. <laughs> that this sounds a 2023 Canadian French language vampire comedy drama. What the hell? Where uh, did you find this? Sasha is a teenage vampire who struggles with the morality of killing people for their blood. However, after her parents are cut off, are cut off her blood supply, she enters a pact with Paul, a suicidal and very depressed boy, on the condition that she must spend the night helping him finish the things he still wants to do before he dies. Aww. Yes. Wow. And it's in French, cat. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. those. It's a very thoughtful pick. Yeah, I it appreciate is. it. it and is. you did good last year, so I'm. We'll revisit this uh, in a few weeks to see right. how you did this year. All right. Uh, along with that, we also have the Spirit of Mikey Bones Award. Yeah, here we go. And this is a movie that I believe sums up the spirit of Mikey Bones, uh, much good. in the same way as Cat. And this uh, this year's Spirit of Mikey Bones Award. Goes to a film called The Jester. What? Yeah. It works on a couple of levels because you are a clown. Uh, uh, but also because I think it might be a movie that you would enjoy. It is a slasher film. Um, and it uh, the, the plot synopsis, a malevolent being known as the Jester terrorizes the inhabitants of a small town on Halloween night, including Wait. two estranged sisters 
who must come together to find a way to defeat this evil entity. What year did this come out? Because this sounds suspiciously like the movie that won this award last year. No, the movie that won this award last year was called Bitch Ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you, had, you had last year. I, my movie was bitch ass, and now it's just. Are you making a sentence? Do I got? We got to do this for another four years. Figure out what you're trying to say. What the hell, man? No, I think the whole sentence is bitch ass gesture. Right. If you will remember last year when I said bitch ass, you got all high and mighty yeah. and upset. But then when I described bitch ass to you, you went, "Oh yeah, that does sound cool, actually." Yeah, I remember that. This is a movie, it's a slasher film, which you like. It takes place on Halloween night, which you also seem to like movies that take place on Halloween night for some reason. That's true. Uh, so I thought maybe you would Halloween enjoy it. The nerve of you. That, that, no, I, and I remember that. And I, was, mm -hmm. I got mad initially when I heard the jester, because that's fucked up. But mm -hmm. then I, I calmed down a little bit, and I woosah, because I'm like, okay, this happened last year. Maybe he picked me a really cool movie. You notice I'm still mad now. <laughs> Why are you still mad? Because. <laughs> It sounds it, no. That sounds mid. I don't like that. This is a shitty wow. award. You know what? Here we go. Come on, happy. You are ruining the slashies, Mikey. <laughs> You're ruining the slashies. Hold on. This doesn't. This. I'm gonna. Uh, we got to stop the whole show now, so I can send you the poster for this movie. Yeah, let's so see you the can poster. See that, it, right. that it is. I, I think this will really turn you around on it. This is stupid. I swear to God, I'm taking this suit off and I'm leaving. <laughs> Alright, I'm sending it right now. There you go, look at oh. that. Alright, that looks kind of cool, but still. See, the tagline, now you see me, now you die. No, no. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to admit, they should probably punch that up a little bit. <laughs> it's a Dread Central film too. Uh, no, it's a little better now, but still. Right. I'm kind of mad. Why you got to come up with fucked up names for me, man? I thought you would enjoy it. Uh, Cat, I hope you like the humanist vampire seek. Seeking consulting suicidal person. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. Like he's not he doesn't seem on board with this. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. No. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get this one out of the way. This is a big one normally, but this year was was tough. And so I kind of I I don't want to say I punted on this award because this girl, <laughs> she was going to win this award at some point anyway. It's inevitable. But oh, I no. felt like I kind of kind of was like this is the year to give it to her because I didn't have any great, I just didn't see many great entries for this one. Um, I'm talking about the very coveted Emma Roberts Crazy Eyes Award. Oh. Yeah, and uh, not a lot of great entries. We gotta get, we gotta find some more women with crazy eyes to put in movies. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is one person who clearly is destined to win this award eventually anyway. This seems like the year to do it. Uh, so it goes to Mia Goth. For her oh. work in Infinity Pool, or pretty okay. much any movie she's ever been in, I, I, yeah. I think that the Migos has has the crazy eyes. It's certified. It is now official. She has won the slashy. Congratulations to Migos. Okay, uh, but I do I do feel like that's kind of like the easy pick, right? She was gonna win eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was gonna happen eventually anyway. Uh, but it was one that I kind of kept like. I was kind of like looking for somebody else because it just I felt like man, that's a really easy pick, but. Yeah, she deserves it. She deserves it, man. Yeah. Well, she did, yeah. and and I just didn't see anybody else who who came out because you know last year she almost got it last year because she was in Pearl last year. She has crazy fucking eyes in Pearl. Yeah. Um, but she should have won it, last year. Well, at the end of the year, that girl. Uh, oh God, I yeah. 
I don't remember the actress's name, but she she pulled it out. Uh, Riley Dandy. Yeah, was that her name? Yeah, I'm googling that right now. Are you sure? What was she? Remember we we googled her to see what what she looked like, and we found the crazy Mm -hmm. eye picture that found us. Yeah, that is her. You remembered her name? Wow, look at you. She was in Christmas Bloody Christmas. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Bradley Dandy came along on Christmas oh, Bloody God. Christmas, and I was like, hold on, we might have we might have a winner. Uh, here, Kat found and the picture can... again. I found the same picture. It's <laughs> yeah. the first picture now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that picture finds you. And again, Mia Goth was going to win this award. There, are, there's at least one other person that I can think of who is going to win this award eventually too. Um, and but it's it's like I'm trying to find ones that are maybe you know not so secured in everything that they're in. To give it to yeah. first, yeah. But Mia Goth, uh, she's she got it. This is this was her year. Okay. Uh, next up, we have uh, what uh, an award that I'm calling the Greg. Oh, uh, second time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is uh for the um, for the person who has the craziest opinion of the year, basically. Yeah. Um, and this year the Greg is awarded to Will the Thrill. <gasps> oh. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the Will the Thrill for his insane Halloween rankings and his take of uh of putting uh, both Halloween ends and Halloween three so low on his list. Uh I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know where this comes from, but I was I was completely taken aback by the whole situation. You were correct in doing that, Will. Congratulations on your slashy, sir. You deserve it. Not for what Rob said. You are now a slashy award winner along with watermelon will. Congratulations. <laughs> and me a god. <laughs> Damn, man. Um, and uh, along those same lines, we also have uh, an award named after uh one of our other uh patrons, and uh this award is, is called the Leah. Ah, yeah. And this uh is awarded annually to the most annoying patron. Wow. Um and uh Congratulations, Leah. It's going to you again. Oh, um, my God. And this is, uh, uh, for questioning my HR credentials and also just being an overall pain in the ass. <laughs> um, and I, I'm pretty sure Leah won it last year, right? Leah did win it last year. Yeah. Yeah. So two years running. This is it's going to be tough to knock her <laughs> off that pedestal, guys. <laughs> two years in a row. I feel like she's got a lock on this category, which is weird because. With the Greg, I really didn't want to give it to Greg. I wanted to yeah. give the award to someone else. It's named after Greg, right? Because we all know Greg is hot takes and crazy opinions. So he's he's reached a level that an award has been named after him for that. But it's yeah. time to, you know, dole it out to other people. But the Leah, also, she has reached a level of annoyance <laughs> that this award is named after her. She's such a pain in the ass all the time that, you know, you just name the award after her. And but I, there's no one comes close. I don't know what to do. Leah is incredible. That's all I can say. Leah has a lock on that. Good job, Leah. We've only got uh, two more here to go. Uh, the next one is a new a new award, and I think this is something I might be giving out annually as well. This uh-huh. is the Nicholas Cage Award. Oh God okay. damn it! Um, and this is for a, an actor who gives a, a performance that um where they seem to be reaching into the depths to find their inner Nicolas Cage um that does not always work but they <laughs> but they swing for the fences uh this year's performance I don't think actually worked at all but he did swing for the fences 
Uh, this one goes to Justin Long for his performance in It's a Wonderful Knife. Okay. Fair. Yes. All right. um, I, I, can I don't know it. if you guys have seen It's a Wonderful Knife, but he's definitely trying to reach his inner Nicolas Cage. I agree with you. I don't think it did work, but you can see the, uh, you, yeah. You, you there was an energy the there that you he look, reached look. for. No one is Nicolas Cage. No. No one, except for Nicolas Cage. But I admire the effort to try to to try to reach that level. And uh, Justin Long very much did uh, try in that movie. I thought the Nick Cage Award was for somebody else who fucked like if somebody fucked the most puppets this year. No, but next year we'll have wow. a, a Mikey Bones Award for somebody who's got the most jerk off hands. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way that someone that no one else owns two at least two of those hands. All right, there's no way you can buy eight at a time. I don't know why anybody would, but you can. All right, and then the final special award for this week's uh, for the opening night of the Slashy Awards is uh, something that um, I'm, I'm pretty proud of this one, actually. This is the award for the strangest decision of 2023. <laughs> okay. I think it's a three-way tie. We're all still doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily a good decision. It's not necessarily a bad decision. It's just a strange decision, right? Okay. We've been hanging out down south too long. He sees yeah. rednecks doing dumb shit, and he's just like, that's an award. This, this award goes to the person who decided to release Scream 6 in 3D. <laughs> because remember, okay. that was a thing. When that movie came out, it was released in 3D to theaters. Yeah, no, I saw it in 3D. And it didn't need to be in 3D. There was no fucking no. reason. <laughs> it clearly wow. was not shot to be in 3D. It wasn't. <laughs> but someone somewhere just went, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it in 3D. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, fuck it. Yeah, you get yourself a slashy, whoever that may be. I don't know if you got a raise or if you got fired, but uh, congratulations. Let's be honest. No one's there anymore. They're, they're, <laughs> they either got fired or left. Um, and I have, I mean, I, I assume you guys have too. You've seen Scream 6 not in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Change It doesn't change the experience one damn bit. It's not the same fucking movie. It's not different at all. So yeah, uh, that guy, uh, a guy or girl, I don't, I don't know who made the decision, uh, gets themselves uh, an award. Congratulations. Good for them. Won an award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look, maybe right. they didn't get fired for that decision because that is, believe it or not, you know, like I believe the highest grossing entry in the franchise. And I bet the 3D ticket sales, those extra few dollars you have to pay, maybe help. Maybe and I did. bet, regardless, they're not there anymore. <laughs> and just like everybody else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just an odd, odd decision. Not saying it's good, not saying it's bad. I like this award a lot. Just yeah. out of curiosity, just because I was curious, I did Google who made the decision to release Scream 6 in 3D. Uh-huh. Uh, and the first search result is uh, an old thread called to 3D or not to 3D by the right Scream 6 ticket. Another reason for concern involving Scream 6's unexpected 3D release is the fact that the movie clearly was not shot in any native right. 3D format. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. All right. There was no way that that was. There's, there's not shit coming at the screen. There's no reason it needs to be in 3D. All right, and while we're in these in between awards, uh, we are giving out no, no, the no, award. no, not in between awards. There's special awards in between. While we're in the filler award, come on, Mikey. <laughs> while we're in the bullshit awards, is that better? Did I fix it? I hate you, people. We're gonna give out an award. 
damn it. I don't want to make it positive. The most bleeps of 2023. I don't know if they should get a slashy for because everyone's going to be cursing like a goddamn sailor around here, and I'm going to have a lot more work to do. <laughs> anyway, the most bleeps for 2023 goes to one Rob Humphrey. Oh, that's my second slashy of the night. God, the first one's bullshit. You can't get yelled at for that. <laughs> Best the, DVD player of 2023 and the most bleeps. Holy yep. shit. Slap my <laughs> and call me Sally. And he starts already. I don't even have a <laughs> file made yet for 2024. Thank you. You're giving me more work already. God damn. Well, I think of us as a team. Like when there's work, we just <laughs> right out, Mikey. <laughs> He, God, he's just see. I shouldn't have called it an award now. <laughs> yeah, you've you've created a couple of monsters. We'll probably be able to just rename this to Rob going forward. But the, the yeah, Rob, you ended the year. <laughs> I think you should just... call it the Gangbang Award, and then every time you have to adjust it, God. you get two points. I thought I could wait a second because I'll remember two, but catch <laughs> just fucking. You only got one though, because you could say Gangbang, but you can't say ah oh, fuck. Okay, <laughs> son of a bitch. Right. Can you say? Yeah, I can say gangbang. You can't okay. say gangbang. You're still saying gangbang. Right. Yeah. You ended the year just shy of 50 with 49. That make Ooh. you mad? A little bit. I feel like you gypped me somewhere along the way. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Did not. Cat, you had 15. Okay. I had 30 plus one, and there's an asterisk next to it that says Rob made me do it. I don't remember quite what that <laughs> means. But I made you say, yeah, you did. You're up to fucking five already. He wants to make <sighs> sure he hits the 50 threshold for yeah, this year. He's going to clear it. Uh, I had, okay. I had 30 and, and then the one, uh, IR Chris had five. Greg had six. Amber had one. Allie had three fucking Allie. And Matthew Cote from Behavior also with one bleep. <laughs> Bullshit. For 2023. Yeah. Well, I humbly accept this award. Yeah. Congratulations. All right. We're going to take a real quick break and we'll be back with the series. All right. So this is another big one. Series are a big deal. They're mm -hmm. kind of like movies, but different. All that stuff. <laughs> they <sure are>. <laughs> <laughs> like movies, but shorter on, on TV. <laughs> they kind of like movies, but different. And, uh, you know, this is another big one, too, because I think series have evolved into such a big thing now. You know, mm -hmm. like the streaming services have helped with that. And, you know, this, this one's up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is the one where <laughs> you can't say that. All right. But I'm correct, right? Yes, you're correct, but you All can't right. say that. All right. I'm up first. Yes. All right, cool. Um, I'm I'm gonna guess the first category is most anticipated series of 2024. Yes. Um, that is yes. correct. Okay, good. <laughs> Smart. We're all on the same page. <laughs> uh the we nominees for most anticipated series of 2024 are Alien, Crystal Lake, Hellraiser, Untitled The Conjuring series, Untitled Halloween Miramax series. Welcome to Derry and the Wicker Man. Okay. I can tell you, I'm pretty sure I voted for Crystal Lake on this one. I debated between that and the Halloween series, but I got to be honest with you. I don't, I, I have a better vision in my head of what a Crystal Lake series could be than I do what the fuck a Halloween television series is going to be. 
So I'm more looking forward to that because I think the Halloween series has the potential to be a real fucking train wreck. Yeah, I don't remember what I voted for here either. I think I went with Crystal Lake. I don't remember. I also voted for Crystal Lake. I'm actually most excited about The Wicker Man, but I did not know that it was a thing until I went to vote for this. So <laughs> I felt bad at choosing it as my category. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right. And the slashy for most anticipated series of 2024 goes to Crystal Lake. Nice. And there we go. Uh, that's what uh, we all voted for. And apparently uh, the majority of our listeners did as well. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think a lot of people are looking forward to this. And also, I mean, you know, we haven't had any Friday the 13th stuff in a while. So, yeah. 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 That's I didn't think about that. Yeah. It is. Honestly, other than Welcome to Derry and The Conjuring, this is a pretty good selections here, too. I mean, I don't think Welcome to Derry is going to be bad. I do. It's going to be, uh, I don't know. It could be good. Okay. Um, you want me to do the next one, Kat? I think sure. It, I don't know what order yeah. we're going in. Well, we'll just go from the top for now. Okay. All right. Uh, best actor from 2023 series. And the nominees are Bruce Greenwood, Paul the House Usher, Jeffrey Dean Morgan for The Walking Dead, Dead City, Norman Reedus for Daryl Dixon, Lakeith Stanfield for The Changeling, Matt Poof, Krusty, what the, how the hell do you <laughs> say I'm that? Sure that's it. <laughs> Nailed Krusty. it. I'm a thousand percent sure that last that man's last name is not crusty. Dude, it starts with a <laughs> C and a Z. I, I, American Horror Story. I hope he didn't win. <laughs> Will O'Donnell for John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. Zach Morris for Goosebumps. And Zachary Arthur for Chucky in season three. Zachary Arthur, phenomenal too, by the way, in that in that series. Really? I did not watch season three. Well, I, he was the same kid from the main kid from the first. He he did great. I haven't finished the first season. <laughs> well, the second one was what it was, and I haven't started the third one. But he he's great. He really is. All right. The slashy goes to Bruce Greenwood for Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. Wow. Good call. Yeah, that's who I voted for also. That's who um, I voted for, yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know Lakeith Stanfield was in a series called The Changeling. <laughs> um, he's great in everything. Um, so I wish I had had a chance to watch that show. I may have voted for him had I had I known it, just because he's so good in everything. But Bruce Greenwood was just amazing in the fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. I voted for Jeffrey D. Morgan, dude, because Negan's just the fucking man. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. You didn't vote for Matt Krusty? Dude, no. Thank <laughs> God he didn't win. <laughs> Kukri, right? Has to be how you say that. Also. Is that? I have no idea. It can't I don't be know. Krusty. Is no, I, don't I, I don't know how you say it. I know how you don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a C and a Z. What the fuck? Uh, so, best actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we have uh, Alavia Allen Lind from Chucky, season three. We have Carla Gugino from The Fall of the House of Usher. 
we have Clark Bacco from The Changeling, uh, Clemence Posey from The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, Emma Roberts from American Horror Story Season 12, Issa Bryones from Goosebumps, Lauren Cohen from The Walking Dead, Dead City, and Maria Almeida from John Carpenter's uh, Suburban Screams. Anyone remember who they voted for? Did you vote I'm for I'm pretty Emma? sure I voted for Emma Roberts. <laughs> I think I voted for Emma. I mean, it's that feels very on brand for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you watch American Horror Story season 12, Rob? Because I that did not. does not seem on brand for you. I okay. did not. But I did right. indeed vote for Emma Roberts. <laughs> I've seen clips from it, and, you know, she's Emma Roberts, so yeah. she, did, she did very well. From what I've seen. Well, the slashy goes to Carla Gugino from The Fall of the House of Usher. Damn. Um, she was good in, in The Fall of the House of Usher. I just didn't feel like her role was that big. It was. It's hard because I feel like this was more of a past piece. Mm-hmm. I think she did a really phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And I, she's like, she's a pretty constant presence throughout the show yeah i mean i guess she is but it because it feels like such an ensemble piece and then bruce greenwood is so powerful in it yeah that it just felt like him and also and i know mikey you're gonna think this is a joke but i'm being dead serious mark hamill should have been nominated for this also mark for fall of the house hamill of usher because he was great was phenomenal yeah in fall of the house of usher mark hamill was so but also then there's that thing too where it's like i feel like bruce greenwood gave the better performance maybe yeah. if we were only gonna have one of them it's just that mark hamill got the better character yeah he really like did. arthur pym is so good yeah all right but I'm glad to see she won. I, I think she's a very talented actress. I would like to see her more stuff. All right. Did we, did we announce the winner? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm drunk, just so we're all aware. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So the some same, things might I'm not gonna fly lie. by me. While I was reading the nominations, I had the idea. It's like, if any of these people's names starts with a C, I have to read it as Krusty, right? <laughs> but none do. of them did. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that uh, that brings us to Best Director, uh, and the nominees are Alexis Martin Woodall for American Horror Stories Season 3, Daniel Percival for The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, Eduardo Sanchez for The Horror of Dolores Roach, <laughs> I've been, <laughs> sidebar, I've been watching Eastbound and Down, has anybody watched that show? Of course no. not. It's so funny. Oh my god, it's funny! But I'm in the season where um, Kenny Powers is in Mexico, and he has to find a guy named Eduardo Sanchez. <laughs> and this, his friend comes, he's like, "I found him," and he's like, "Bullshit! You couldn't find him. Nobody can find him." He goes, "He's in Hollywood, and he directed the Blair Witch Project." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Kenny Powers is like, "I'm pretty sure the fucking guy I'm looking for did not direct the fucking Blair Witch Project." <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. All right, on with the nominees. Aaron O'Malley for Goosebumps. Uh, Jeffrey Renfro for uh, Chucky Season 3. John Krusty. <laughs> John Carpenter for John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. Uh, Jonathan Van... Whoa. <laughs> to, to looking? 
That's think so. indeed nailed it. Uh, the Changeling and Mike Flanagan for the fall of the House of Usher. Anybody remember what they voted for here? I voted fall of the House of the Usher across the board. I, I want to see okay. a Chucky season one sweep. <laughs> I, <laughs> this was my favorite. Horror. I, so I've talked about this before on the show. I don't think that I get invested in that many like horror TV shows. Like I right. feel like generally they're not as high quality as horror movies. Uh, so I'm just happy that we're in a year where I had strong opinions about this. Okay. Mikey, what about you? I think I voted for voted for Eduardo Sanchez. Uh, <laughs> All right. He's a friend Did of you mine. He's bounding down. No. Uh, <laughs> he's a friend of mine and I, I you know, I he he did something with America Horror Stories the year before last year, which was great. Mm-hmm. And it, I, 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 like Kat said, I'm just not invested in TV series. So, like, I, my, my vote here is a little, especially for directors of them, like, it's less valuable. It, either that or it was going to be, like, I probably would have went with Mike Flanagan just because he's Mike Flanagan, too. Sure. Yeah. Um, I voted for John Carpenter, um, because it's John fucking Carpenter, but also I think the story of him, how he direct, he only directed one episode of that show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, him directing it from his couch at home remotely is the most amazing John Carpenter story ever, right? <laughs> like, I will say, like, if yeah. we had a story about a director, I would have <laughs> for John Carpenter, because that's amazing. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, I'm not going, I don't remember what country they shot it in, but it was in Europe somewhere, I think Eastern Europe, and he was like, I'm not going there, I'll just do it from my couch at home. <laughs> and almost won a, a slashy for it. Almost. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, the, he did not win the slashy, uh, the slashy goes to Mike Flanagan for the fall of the house of Usher. Nice. Congratulations to Mr. Flanagan, um, for the fall. And I, I will say this too, about the fall of the house of Usher. I think I sent a message to our group thing when I started watching it. Like, I do not like this show. Yeah. By the time I was two episodes in, I was completely invested. Yeah. It, yeah. it starts off slow. It's a little odd, right? Like I felt like when it started, it was just like I don't know if this is really the kind of thing that I was expecting it to be. But once I got into it, I, I was really digging it. So I think the thing with the fall of the House of Usher is that because it's like it's an eight episode series, and the first and last episode kind of frame the individual like yeah. almost anthology like middle of the series, and those two aren't great. But like all of the anthology episodes in the middle mm-hmm. really carry it. Yeah. It also had the unfortunate distinction of people telling me that it was just like Secession, but horror. And Secession might be the best television show I've ever watched. (laughs) (laughs) So the bar was a little high, even for a show that's good. It was still really high. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but I did. uh, Ultimately, I was sucked in. I really did like it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, we're we're facing a, a Chucky clean sweep, too. Oh, that's Usher cleaning house here. Again. <laughs> nice. All right, best season, and okay. uh, that is obvious. And I, I like this category because you know not everything came out in 2023, but they deserve some yeah. love too. So the nominees are American Horror Stories season three, American Horror Story season twelve, Chucky season three, Goosebumps season one, John Carpenter Suburban Scream season one. Fall of the House of Usher, season one. The Horror of Dolores Roach, season one. And The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, also season one. 
I I don't remember what I voted for here, honestly. I I voted for the Fall of House Usher. I will say, if you didn't like Fall of the House of Usher for whatever reason, I it was I, not. I didn't see it. This wasn't like the most competitive year for TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Like uh, Chucky has a fan base, obviously, yeah. but I I just there wasn't uh, because we have a lot of first season stuff here this year, and I feel like I, there weren't because uh, I didn't hear a lot about John Carpenter's Suburban Screams. Um, uh, I will tell you, uh, Cat, it's it's not very good. I and I hadn't heard good things about uh, Goosebumps. Daryl Dixon was kind of insufferable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just I, I don't know. I turned off Joe Bob. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I watched the Joe Bob special and yeah, I did I, not continue the series after that. I did not make it through the Joe Bob special. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I didn't see Fall of the House Usher yet. So and and I feel like that's the thing too with series, especially what we've seen on the slashies. Usually one just dominates a year. Yeah. You know, yeah. Wh- whether it be a new series or not, like it's just, that's just usually what happens. Well, the John Carpenter thing, too, is more like a true crime sort of documentary reenactment kind of thing, more than it is a TV show, like a traditional television yeah. show. That's and true, too. I'm also yeah. pretty sure that some of it was just made up because I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, one of the guys in one of the stories was named Mike Myers. That's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, it was just like stuff like that. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and not for nothing, good for the voters this year, man. I'm shocked John Carpenter didn't win the director, the best director. I'm shocked. You know, and good for them. He he shouldn't have. Well, people like Mike Flanagan. Uh, Yeah, but I feel like he didn't just win because he's Mike Flanagan, though. You know? I do feel like he earned it. No, no, no. It's a quality show. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they didn't vote for the name this time around, which which I I enjoy. Uh, But anyway, so the slashy goes to... And the sweep continues for all the House Usher season one. Yes. All right. God damn. I think we only have one more, right? They could do it. They could do it. They could did do it. you guys do right? Oh, it's me. Um, it <laughs> Yeah, let's you? find out if you guys did right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last category of the night, too. Uh, by last word of the night, too. Yep. And it sounds like a just in time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very possible. <laughs> Uh, we have the best 2023 horror series, and our nominations are Goosebumps, John Carpenter's Suburban Screams, Mayfair Witches, The Changeling, The Fall of the House of Usher, The Horror of Dolores Roach, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, and The Walking Dead, Dead City. And our winner is... The fall of the House of Usher. You guys can continue listening to Slasher Radio. They did it. Yeah. I want to talk, though, about second place because in coming in just like 17% behind was Goosebumps. Are you guys okay? (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) Is someone holding you hostage? (laughs) Do you need help? And that that's not fair. Goosebumps, they did a great job on that. I've probably seen more Goosebumps than anything else on here. You watch Goosebumps and not the fall of the House of Usher. Well, Goosebumps, because I'm not going to be invested in Goosebumps. You know, I don't got to really, I could just put it on. 
I'm going to revoke your card. You specifically are not allowed to continue listening to this show, I guess. <laughs> what? Fair. Why? <laughs> I, I, look, it's not for us. No, but it's they not did for a great job. No, they didn't. Who who is it for? How? What what kid of a goosebumps age range is like, you know, those 90 books are fun and colorful, but sometimes I just want something real gritty before I have my chocolate milk. Like, what, what was the vibe no. for that show? It was all dreary and sad. Those books are still doing good, though. No, I know. They could have done a show like that. It's for that tween age. It's for, out. well, me and Rob's age when those books were at their prime. You know, it's that generation now. Like, they didn't no. grow with their audience, and they're not going to. You know, they're making too much money doing what they're doing. They're never going to do that. I wish they would. Yeah, Kat, look, you're very young, so you probably don't know that these books were extremely popular. I, what, hang on. No. <laughs> I'm saying they're still extremely popular with that age range of today. You know, it's just, it's not, it didn't grow with their audience. And I loved like the Goosebumps TV show. I loved that shit, man. And they kind of hit that for this day and age. No, yeah, it's, it's so just sad. not for us. Yeah, but that, that, they did a good it's job then. That's bleak. what I'm saying. No, no, no. Uh, I like I wanted it. fun colors. I wanted to feel like I was back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that'd be great. Or what you imagine the 90s must have been like. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's the slash congratulations to house of usher clean fucking sweep it did good it job did. house of usher the fall of house of usher won a lot of slashies i won a couple slashies it's been mm. great been a great night i found a new french movie to go watch you did you did french canadian <laughs> mikey's got a movie to go watch yeah i'm not i don't know if i'm watching that one man i'm a little mad at that one i thought i nailed it this year mikey no, no, you didn't. I gave it to you last year, and you had a movie called what was it, Jackass Bitch or whatever? Ass. It was. Bitch ass. Yeah, even worse. <laughs> and I still gave it to you. It's been a full year. I understand because the one that uh, won the Spirit of the Cavalier Award last year was a documentary, and we don't really do those on the show. But mm -hmm. how have we not watched Bitch Ass on the <laughs> show yet? Like that's just a missed opportunity. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll get to the jester later this year. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think a pretty pretty successful night all around. Just remember, everybody stay away from watermelon. <laughs> that Dangerous. one's funny. If you do that every year, it's got to be watermelon every year. That fear don't go away. Well, we'll see what happens though. <laughs> That's true. You eat a pear and shit all over yourself. You never know. <laughs> all right, night one in the books. Night two next week. Books and movies. Uh, the movies. There's a lot of categories for the movies too. So a yeah. lot of love going around. I haven't, I, I don't look at what's winning until we do this. So you want me to tell you, don't look, you're going <laughs> to see, oh, son of, I'm revoking. That's it. You're revoking. <laughs> you get it back next week, but uh, be sure you can still vote on books and movies right now. So make sure to go to our Twitters and in the description of this episode, just like the last one, you'll be able to vote there as well. So uh, let's get some more in there last minute. Voting for this closes entirely at midnight on the night of the 13th, this coming Saturday. So make sure you get them in and you can check out our Twitter at Slasher Radio, patreon.com forward slash Slasher Radio. This shit is yeah. strong. 
Uh, next week's going to be a, a big one too because we get the not only do we have the books and movies but also the lord humphrey lifetime achievement award mm. yeah we will find out who is going to stand in the slasher radio hall of fame alongside <laughs> amber and al bundy yes it is the al bundy you're thinking of yeah <laughs> the highest honor yeah not ted bundy as someone thought we had nominated <laughs> oh yeah i don't remember who that was but someone Huge clown penis. We would never leave our patron alone in the Hall of Fame with Ted Bundy. <laughs> Some of them might like it. Chris will give him a run. Chris and Greg will outdo Ted Bundy or go run it. But yeah, so, and you can nominate somebody for that still uh, at Slasher Radio, uh, at patreon.com forward slash Slasher Radio. Tier starting as low as $3 a month. There is a seven day free trial. So you can get in there, check it out. You get an extra show every week. You get behind the scenes Easter egg content every week for and after and during the show bullshit. Gobble mystery corner memes and everything else extra drink roll call stuff that go up on the Patreon. I'm at Mikey's Dead. You can check me out on Twitter if you want to. Also, please check out Cult FM, the other show that I do with Little Miss Huge Clown Penis. Huge Clown Penis. Ali Surreal. That's where we talk. Uh, we also talk horror stuff. Uh, we went over the upcoming movies and games coming out for 2024 this week. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and it felt like a long episode. So that, that, they all do. That. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I talked in depth about uh, about Terrifier three and two. I know Rob doesn't want to miss that. Yeah, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, where are you at? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob one two three, and you can listen to the other show that I do with Cat, the Nick Fucking Woo Cagecast, Nick Effin Woo Cagecast. If you're searching for it in your podcast app, and we uh, just have uh, put out our episode on Face Off with special guest Ir Chris. Ooh, first guest on the show. Yep, hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. And you never know what's going to happen with Chris, so you're not going to want to miss it. And we haven't recorded yet, so we don't even know what right, happens. Right, right. Yeah, there's a whole lot of time jumping going on here. But, no, it's a, uh, it's a very respectable show, though. I trust Chris. Yeah. yeah it's a respectable show, but Rob tells people not to listen to this show, and I so I don't know how respectable <laughs> well, it is. A respectable show. It's a respectable show over there, and I don't want people coming here expecting <laughs> the same thing. Am I still banned over there, man? Yeah. Yeah. You earlier today you talked about Nick Cage fucking puppets. <laughs> That's the kind of talk that got you banned in the first place. Yeah, not only that, but you we've got a standoff with the bands anyway because you banned me over on Cult <laughs> FM for nothing. Hey, 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 hey. I didn't do that. The secret panel of cultists did that. I didn't do that. Alright, well. I told you if I get unbanned from the Nick fucking Woo Cage cast, I'll review with them again. That's not just up to me. I mean, Cat's involved. There's a whole process, a whole thing. We got to talk to Nick Cage's publicist and see if he thinks you could be on the show. <laughs> Fuck you know that guy. Spell his fucking name. He's gonna see the name of your show and get mad. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get him involved for your own good. And that's the second show you banned me from, man. By the way, too. <laughs> What's that tell you, Mikey? Son of a bitch, Cat. Where are they finding you? I hate you. Uh, you can Jester. find me. On- <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can check out my website, catvelour.com. At the time that this episode has come out, um, I believe my new book is out now. Hey. So uh, pick up the Desert Island game wherever you get your books. That's exciting because I pre-ordered it. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Nice. 
you've got another weird book coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Night two of the Slashies next week. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best with Slasher Radio podcast.